0: Hi guys, Sharon here from Shazza's Podcast. I think we'll just stick with that name for now. Um yeah, I haven't been uh, on for a little while, just uh, sort of taking in the new year, I guess, and uh sorting myself out. So um bit of a mixed topic today. Um indirect sales, uh the start of the year is usually notoriously quiet. Um you can get people that are all fired up with, you know, their company might have a special join-up special, or they might have New Year's uh, New Year's specials, or you know, something to kick the year off with. But a lot of people have downtime; they are away with their families, or they're just taking time away from social media, um, which is all well and good. Everybody needs a break. Um, But it's important not to drop the ball. Um, You can find that throughout the year, you will chug along at a fairly steady pace. And when it comes to the end of the year, you kind of, you know, you think, okay, well, holiday time, have a break. Then the new year starts and there's that sort of gap in time where you kind of if you're not careful you can get yourself into a bit of a lull um you can have trouble getting going again and i actually know this from experience for myself and i mean i love the company i'm with very enthusiastic about it i've never wavered since the day that i started but i have to admit last year i seemed to slow right down Figuring that everybody else had just got, you know, other things going on, that they were all too busy. And I just basically didn't really get going again, I think, until March, February, March. So this particular year, I decided that no, I wasn't going to repeat that because I wasted too much time. And so I decided to get stuck straight in. Well, to be honest with you, I haven't really had a break. Um, I really worked right up until um, the end of the year. And then with the exception of of a couple of days, perhaps at the very start of the year, um, even then I have been fairly constant in working toward my goals. And... I've noticed that a lot of my team are actually still chugging away too and I think if you set that example for your team they may follow hopefully they do if they're going to have time off well that's entirely their choice of course but it's important to get back on the horse so to speak because you don't want to unravel undo everything that you have built up through the year Um, so for instance if you have a Facebook page um, if you have a following on there or if you have an Instagram following you need to be consistent with your posts because you don't want to disappear from people's memories and from their news feed more importantly. You've got to keep the content up. You've got to keep the content there. Um, and basically stay in people's face, faces without actually being annoying. There's a difference between spam posting and actually posting stuff that is relevant and helpful to people. And so you need to know the difference between the two. So, you know, that's something that I really wanted to touch on, that you need to jump back into it as soon as you possibly can. And if you're a team leader, then you need to set the example for your team. Um, As I've spoken about previously, you can't expect your team to be doing something that they don't see you doing. Um, so it is really important to set the right example. Um, so having said all that, um, without going into, you know, like a promo for my the company that I'm with, um, we had a really fantastic joining offer um, to kick things off for the start of the year. And we have the freedom to be able to create our own graphics um, so, I had something like Leap into the New Year with, you know, with Flavorista. So, you know, Leap into the New Year with Flavorista. Um, listed, you know, all the flaws and, you know, a, a bit about the product range and all that sort of thing. And then the join offer, which is fantastic. Um, it's never been as low as this to be able to join this amazing, amazing company. And, um,. So, with the exception of yesterday, I have been able to sign up at least one to two people per day uh, since the start of the year. Um, Which is tremendous. Some of them have been uh, customers of mine that have seen the value in jumping on board because they can get their discounted uh, products which is, is really good. I mean, if they became their own best customer, that would still be worthwhile um, for them and for me. Um, and so that brings me to, like, the marketing side. You have to make it appealing. You have to get it out there, but you don't need to be too in people's faces, like, too much. Because people will get sick of seeing your posts and that's what you don't want to happen. So make sure that you're enthusiastic um, and that you're friendly and that you're very, very approachable. But don't harp on too much and don't um, be a bit you know annoying with your posts mix it with what you would normally post you know in my particular case recipes or things that i've made or product highlights or stuff like that um hopefully you know people see the value in what you're trying to get across and they will come to you now recruiting is great and as i think i've touched on before it's not just about signing somebody up it's about taking that person under your wing to a certain extent and helping them get off the ground never ever sign somebody up just to be a number in your team you always need to ensure that they understand what it is they're meant to be doing um, ask if they need any help and as I always say to my team no question is a silly question so you know you can always come to me if you have a question about absolutely anything in fact you know the more questions the better really because you actually then know that they're tuned in they're actually keen they're wanting to learn um you know, people that don't ask questions are the ones that concern me. Because I kind of think, well, why have you joined? You know, you're now sitting there twiddling your thumbs, expecting everything to fall into your lap. And it is not like that. You know, anything worthwhile, you have to work for it. And you have to be consistent. Um, that That's paramount. You know, consistency is... The key. So just look after your teammates because really, without them, you don't have a team. And you know they're so important to you, and hopefully you're important to them, and that you you have a good rapport, you get along well. Um, so you know always keep that line of communication open. Um, of course, be excited about your specials and your sales promote those, do what you can, always try to think outside the box and try and help people uh, with the stigma that this um, industry has in being that people always come back to, oh, you know, it's a pyramid. Well, no, it's not, uh, in the sense that we have a really rock-solid product line we have really good products um we don't have to recruit like if i didn't want to recruit i didn't have to you don't have to grow a team to be successful in this company um, i like to grow a team because i'm a leo i like to be leader <laughs> um, but more than that i like helping people and i really like sharing the products and sharing the opportunity with people which is why recruitment obviously is a good fit for me you might join a direct sales company and not want to recruit you might be only interested in the product and you know selling it to people but not necessarily uh, you know signing them up So what if somebody comes to you and says, I want to do what you're doing, how do I join? And you're like, oh, geez, that's going to give me a whole new set of responsibilities and I don't know if I want them. Well, then it's really, really important to speak to your upline and to find out as a sponsor what your responsibilities are if you are not wanting to lead a team. And chances are it's probably a lot easier than you're actually thinking and you're probably not giving yourself enough credit. Particularly if you've been with a company for a while and you know the products back to front, you probably are in a better position than most to be able to help somebody and lead a team. So don't cross it off your list entirely. Um, As I say, speak to your upline and voice your concerns. And if you have a good upline, they're probably going to say to you, well, it's not really that hard. You are going to be passing on information that you already know. So don't let the thought of it overwhelm you. Be open to it. Be receptive to it. Um, and i I would be upfront and honest with the person that that's going to sign up with you and say, "Well, look, to be honest, you know this is a bit of a learning curve for both of us because I don't have anyone in my team at the moment. I love the company and I love the products. but you know if you're happy to join with me knowing that, um, I can can promise you though that if you do ask me a question and I don't know the answer." I will go and get that for you. I will research it or I'll go to my upline and I'll come back to you with, with the answer. And people can't ask for more than that. Really, that's, that's all there is to it. So don't let yourself become overwhelmed because you really can do it. The knowledge is there. You just got to find the confidence. Okay. Um, what else? Let's see. I still I want to interview somebody, I haven't actually found the right person yet, but what I'm intending to do is to actually find someone that does not purchase from direct salespeople um, and try and get an objective point of view from them as to why, um, if they have any kind of a preconceived idea on the industry and why that would be and I guess to also find out if there is anything that would change their mind that you know would there be any particular circumstance where they actually may consider you know letting down their guard momentarily and giving it a try. I would love to be able to convert somebody that has a preconceived idea about this industry Um, because so many people are willing to go into department stores and you know shops and, and whatever and give all the big wigs the money but what about the small businesses these people work so hard these people are not working to secure their third or fourth yacht they're working so that they can pay for dancing lessons or karate lessons or whatever you know they're real everyday people just like you and me that are trying to make ends meet and so why are people shying away from those sorts of people and helping them why would they rather make the rich richer instead of helping people in direct sales i'm determined to get to the bottom of this it's something that i feel very strongly about um i also think that it is extremely important that if we're in this direct sales industry that we support one another don't put a post up on your wall trying to sell your products if you're not prepared to buy from your friend that's with another direct sales company because that's just not right. You know, you need to be reciprocal. You need to sort, you know, you need to support each other. So at times like Christmas and things like that, you know, a lot of people run these Online marketplaces and stuff which is great Um, but don't just be a presenter that's wanting to get your products known have a good look at what other people are posting about and do your shopping from them support the industry to which you are a part of don't be a hypocrite it's really really that simple I have bought from numerous direct sales companies and I will continue to do so because I totally get it and the products are really, really good, you know, and so we need to support each other. Anyway, guys, I might wrap it up there. I've sort of covered a few things that I wanted to, but um, I am on a bit of a tangent as in trying to figure out this whole stigma thing. Um, So thank you for listening and I shall be back again another time very soon. Bye now.